2: Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning Pre-Show, Mix 94.1. Good
3: morning and welcome to the Pre-Show. It is Thursday, October 5th, almost to the weekend. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we get things going. Love seeing the check-ins. Good morning to all of you who have already uh, gotten up on your way to work, on the way to school, on the way to wherever, and you're shooting us a text. At 702-364-9400, Rudy, Sandel, Cujo, Buckeye Bob, Brian S., uh, Rick, Diana, and Sarah, thank you so much for that. Good morning.
4: Good morning to you. I I know Buckeye Bob was in town over the weekend, and he had bought us some uh, lottery tickets last week. But obviously he didn't hit, so there's no need to meet up with Buckeye Bob. But Buckeye Bob always offers Tobias tickets. I think he does buy his tickets. So if, if the the lottery ever hits, we have a chance to win some money through Buckeye Bob.
3: That was kind of rude, though. We didn't win, so no need to meet up with him. Like, I, I mean, it would still would have been nice to, like, meet up and say hello. and oh, sorry, and I mean, Bob. Oh, well, we didn't win, so no need to meet up with you. Wow. I was like, uh. I don't think he met. That Buckeye Bob, I think you just came out <laughs> wrong.
4: <laughs> no need to reach out to him or talk to him because wow. we didn't win. A, a half a I mean, dollars. otherwise,
3: why would I meet up with you? Not to say hello and thank you for being a loyal listener and checking in every morning, but, but you know, but we didn't win, so we no need for you. <laughs> it's early, I'm still trying to form my words.
4: <laughs>
3: but good morning, Buckeye Bob, especially you because you deserve it. <laughs> and, hey, thanks uh, for checking
4: in. Let us throw you one in the bus and yeah, come down on you. And what, oh, us? Who's us? You, <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) anyway i I can't be in tears at 5 30 oh my gosh it's so good
3: uh to have everyone here i'm so ready for the weekend it's a thursday this week is moving so slow for me and i just i don't know what it is but like every morning i wake up and i've been i've been having like the weirdest dreams like i just really bizarre and like kind of scary dreams not like gory scary or anything but like uh for instance what the other night i dreamt that like um I had to pay this group of people to stay alive. Otherwise, they would like that was just the way we lived. That was the world we lived in. Like, if you wanted to stay alive, they would give you an invoice and then say, "Okay, you owe us like four thousand dollars." If you want to stay alive, if not, we're gonna kill you.
4: Oh my gosh! And yeah,
3: it was like scary. And so there was one night where I was like, "I don't have the money." I'm like, and they're like, "Well, you better find it soon," you know. And and so I was going to all my friends. I'm like, "Hey, can I borrow some money? Because I really want to stay alive." And people were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just paid my bill to stay alive." And it was like so creepy. It was like the scariest dream.
4: This sounds like one of these K-drama K shows you watch. I mean, I'm, I'm really intrigued it by kind the of stream. It
3: like Squid Game in a way. Yeah, yeah. How did this
4: end? You just woke up? or did I die? just woke
3: up. Well, actually, it ended in a really weird way. I, I did wake up, but I ended up in this like hotel room, and one of our co-workers was in there um, hiding from the people. And, oh, they didn't um, pay the bill, did they? Well, they kind of actually, I think they were helping house people like me who didn't have the money. So they're like you can stay here and hide. <laughs> This really is a movie. It this was is so really good. weird. Yeah. It's I also a dream.
4: dreams. So next thing you know, uh a comedian Paul Rodriguez uh, shows up to your room.
3: Yeah, it was uh it made no sense whatsoever. But yeah, so I've been just having weird dreams. I think I had another weird one last night. I can't remember it this morning, but um so when I wake up, I'm just like I I don't know. I usually have the weirdest dreams when I'm really really tired. Mm-hmm. And I feel okay. I I don't feel overly tired, but yeah, it's just been a, kind of a weird week for me.
4: How does it work with, with dreams? The dream you just told us is that like, do you know how it works it, mentally when you're sleeping? Is that taking place over twenty minutes a dream, or is that literally happening thirty seconds? Like, I don't know how long dreams are. I know I remember I I know my dreams. I wake up from dreams, vivid dreams. But I was thinking about that. Is was that a span stretched out over twenty minutes? Was that in real time? So that dream was. A minute like how long are dreams
3: I can't imagine it would be consistent like dreams are 26 yeah. minutes, you know it's 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 gonna vary from person to person it's gonna vary in what level of stage or what stage sleep you're in there's just gonna be a lot of different variables on that but um yeah, it, uh, it, I'm sure it could ru- range from anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes. Who knows?
4: We'll get back into that dream tonight because I want to know who these yeah, people are. Yeah, you want are. to know the ending? I do. How <laughs> is this thing gonna end? Who are these people that are charging money or is like to kill you? That's pretty uh, intense. Yeah,
3: it was, but it was like a it was like a whole world thing. It wasn't like a, a one person thing. It was really really bizarre. But maybe I just wrote the next uh, like you said K drama script or something like that. So
4: you just triggered my dream when I had this week and it, it their coworker was in it. It was our coworker Kirk. I don't, I don't know if Kirk was your coworker or not, but Kirk no. was in my dream, and, and I had something about having to give a speech at the radio station, and Kirk was there with me. It's really weird, but Kirk was the, the co-worker, so I was curious, because we we're dreaming about the same co-worker. No,
3: no, no. It was a different co-worker, not Kirk, but <laughs> I did see him yesterday. It was nice to see him. I oh, okay. him a while. So, all right, let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Back for Good by Take That?
4: Whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it.
3: Hear Still My Sunshine by Len. I know
2: <laughs> it's all
3: to hear my All For You by Janet Jackson?
0: not
3: are Your choices. You can get your votes in right now. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
0: Hey, we have
3: more to come on the pre-show this morning. And if you ever want to talk to us, uh, text us. Our number is 702-364-9400. Use that number right now to let us know if you have ever... Tried to get away with something but got caught. You got caught red handed. Steph got busted doing something. We'll talk about that coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And Steal My Sunshine by Len is the pre show you pick up.
2: You choose the music. You pick, you pick it, 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 we play, play, it. play it. It's Mercedes in the Morning, pre show you, you pick them. them.
3: Mercedes in the morning and someone was trying to be kind of sneaky around here and
0: they got busted Steph what happened? I got busted red handed this was last week after the show gosh I was here late and then I had to pick up food for James and I for lunch, and I was completely starving. So what I did is I know this place gets super busy during lunchtime, so I called ahead. So I could just run in, run out, easy pickup. So the time comes where the food's finally ready. I drive up to the plaza, and the plaza is packed. I mean, there's no parking spots. So I'm circling around this place for like a good five minutes to the point where I'm like, screw it there's this parking spot that has a sign for a certain business saying for this customers only and i'm like okay i'm going to be real quick i'm just going to park in there run in run out boom done so i was like cool no one's there i could see the business is right in front of the parking spot no one's actually in the lobby you can't see any one of the, the workers so i park i run i'm about to run into the the business that where my food's at and then a lady comes out excuse me I'm like, oh, no. Uh, this is for this cu- our customers only. And I don't know. I was just rubbed off the wrong way by this lady where she was just like, I need you to move. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I do it. And then I realize when I'm leaving the spot, they put a cone in front of it. So because of me, <laughs> they put a cone in it. But I thought I could get away with it. I was just going to run in really quick and get my food. I mean,
3: I like I've been there before and I know I, I totally get it. But I, at the end of the day, you're like, I am in the wrong, even though you're like, it's just going to be like 30 seconds. Like, come on, give
4: me a break. Did you leave your car running?
0: No, I did not leave my car running because I didn't see where I was getting my food at, how long that line might have been. Oh
4: yeah. Sometimes you go in, he's got a wait line, he's can't cut the line to get your food.
0: Exactly. And I didn't want to I, I would feel even worse if I parked in like a handicapped spot. So I was like, oh, I feel less guilty for parking <laughs> in a business spot. But I really thought I could get away with it, but nope, got caught red-handed. I, I tried to pull oh go
3: ahead. No,
4: go on.
0: Well, I tried to pull something similar. Well, I it, <sighs> it
3: didn't it it didn't start off like me trying to pull anything on anyone but then after it happened i was like "Ooh, it was uh during life is beautiful weekend and we had our downtown Soundhouse, and uh i th- there's the fremont street parking garage mm-hmm. and it's right across from inspire theater where we're at i'm going to interview young gravy i'm like i'm going to be in and out it's going to be a quick thing so i pull into the parking garage it's like it's like 50 bucks to park i said i'm going to be here for like 15 minutes is there any way i could just run in and i'll be right out i'll I'll let you know when he's there and the guy's like 15 minutes and i was like yeah and he's like sure you can park over here and there were like some special parking spots and i was like thank you so much thank you so i go i park i go in of course it's more than 15 minutes it ended up being an hour and i was like <laughs> and it wasn't my fault i really thought like they were running late Young gravy was late the, the previous interview ran late and i was like oh my gosh so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to kind of mosey back in. I'm going to be good. So I go, and the guy who let me in is gone. Oh, no. And and it's a new guy, and he's an old man, and he's crabby. And I was like, hi. I was here for just like 15 minutes, and um, is, can you open the thing for me? Because I don't have any sort of ticket. He goes, which car is yours? And I pointed to him. He goes, you weren't here for 15 minutes. And I was like, um, okay, maybe it's like a half hour. He's <laughs> like, you were here for much longer than that. And I was like okay it was an hour and he's like i don't know you're gonna have to pay da, da, da. And i'm like ah so finally uh he he lets me he lets me go he goes don't ever do that again i was like i'm so sorry they ran late and then to be nice i pulled out 10 bucks i'm like hey buy yourself something cool to drink he goes i don't want that <laughs> i was like okay have a nice day
4: <laughs> and then he put a cone in your parking spot left. Oh, he was you so mad at me <laughs>
2: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1931. And now here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Hey, good
3: morning and welcome to the show. It is show number Did you say 1930? 31. Okay, good. I just I was like, wait, I got the wrong year here. 1931. Here's your show facts from the year 1931 Um, it took only 13 months to complete the Empire State Building which was it was completed in 1931 they nicknamed it the Empty State Building Uh, New Yorkers did because it didn't even become profitable until 1950 the Star Spangled Banner officially became the the US National Anthem in 1931 and this is crazy well first of all also Nevada legalized gambling in 1931 Big. this is a crazy story in 1931 there was this 11 year old boy his name is wilbur brink okay he was killed during the 1931 indy 500 race how was he killed well a tire from a race wreck flew out of the speedway across the street over to his house and landed on his head as he was playing in his backyard
4: oh my gosh Can you believe that? No. Because you've heard about, and I've seen it, tires fly into the stands, parts fly into the stand. It's happened before. But it flew out of the track into a neighborhood? He was in his backyard playing. And the tire landed on the kid.
3: And it, it landed on him. It was... I mean, what a weird, crazy story! What was this?
4: The Indy 500.
3: Indy 500. What were they racing
4: in 1931? In the Indy 500, Model T's, Indy cars. Yeah, 19,
3: but, 1931. I mean, they had some pretty yeah, decent we, cars. We, I don't we know.
4: progressed. Yeah, we did, uh-huh. but not enough safety there. Holy cow!
3: Isn't that crazy? I was like, whoa! What a that was a that was an odd year. That, that night,
4: like that's a whole story. Imagine that happened today. The news coverage on that thing right now. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh!
3: I I wasn't trying to bring everyone down, but that was too good not to share. No,
4: it was just like. Whoa! But also too, we can spend we can spend like twenty minutes on these things that you bring up too. The fact that the Empire State Building thirteen months to get that thing done. I know.
3: I, I that blew my mind, and it was you know the tallest building in New York for a long time for most of the twentieth century. So, um, but it wasn't even profitable till nineteen fifty. It was yeah, it, it's crazy, crazy stuff, and also. The Star Spangled Banner mm-hmm. became the U.S. national anthem, and a lot of people feel like it should be "America the Beautiful" or "God Bless America," and they don't think that that, that we should have picked that one. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. What was
4: that kid's name again? Did you have it? I'm gonna like I, I'm so like I want to read more about this story about this kid. That just blows my mind that that happened.
3: Well, if you wanna if you want to read more about him again, his name was Wilbur Brink. 11-year-old boy.
4: Man, poor Crazy kid.
3: story. So, kids, don't go play in your backyard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> on race day.
4: We just cocoed that little kid. That's, yeah. that's nice. That's nice. Hey, we have a lot coming up on the show, including tickets for you to go see Journey and Toto. They're going to be here next year. Those tickets are coming up here in about 10 minutes when you win Heads Up. But up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us?
3: Brittany's new book isn't even out yet, but she's already making plans for a part two. Travis Kelsey finally speaks out about Taylor Mania in the NFL, and your coffee is about to get so fetched. We'll explain coming up in What's Trending.
2: Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending trending, yeah. trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's Trending? What's
0: trending on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is trending this
3: morning. So we are just weeks away from her highly anticipated memoir called The Woman in Me, but now... The singer's already teasing a sequel. She posted this week, riding, as in like riding a bike or riding a horse, riding and writing. All uh, I'm Doing at the Moment. Volume 2, Coming After 1. So The Woman in Me is scheduled to release on October 24th. And then um, it's arriving shortly after this, you know, huge conservatorship mm-hmm. thing, this is all going to be talked about in the book. And uh, she'd been under that conservatorship for 13 years before an L.A. judge terminated the arrangement in 2021.
4: This is going to be so interesting when this book comes out. And then uh, the recent divorce, so I'm guessing that'll be in the second book.
3: That's what I think that she's going to talk about all that stuff in part two. And then hopefully things calm down. And we don't need a part three.
4: How big <laughs> part three is like the happiness book that comes out. How much is the hate? Is there a big rivalry or hatred between Britney and her sister, Jamie Lynn? Because Jamie Lynn was just booted from Dancing with the Stars, and she was getting so much hate on that show.
3: Yeah, I am. I I don't think that things are very good there. There was a little bit of a kind of a a disagreement of some sorts, and then Mm -hmm. Britney said that she was not going to go support her over at the. uh, at at the show so it's kind of a bummer that that's going on but yeah so that is trending this morning also trending this morning is travis kelsey and taylor swift again in the newest edition of the jason and travis kelsey podcast called new heights travis actually gave his opinion on taylor mania in the nfl so jason asked him jason is his brother he plays for the eagles jason asked him if um he were to take away his feelings for Taylor. Did he think the NFL was overdoing it when it came to coverage of the singer? And here's what Travis said.
5: I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to, to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're They're overdoing it a little bit. For sure, especially my situation, right? I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it.
3: Have you ever Have you ever listened to the podcast or watched their podcast?
4: I've not.
5: No, It's so
3: good. They're so funny. I love them. Um, they also talked about how the NFL should be more like the NBA when celebrities go to games.
5: I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has to figure it out. They're all courtside. They're sitting there. They show them once or twice, and then and then they but they get back to the game. NFL is like, oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them, show them, show them, show. Them. Dude, listen, you show them once, let them know that they're there. Maybe after a touchdown, you get a little clip, but it, you
3: can't, you can't be overboard with it. And that is what they are doing right now. <laughs> they are. They're,
4: if you go back, probably, gosh, in 2009, 2008, 2009, Tony Romo was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys were, were on a huge run. They made it to the playoffs, and he was dating Jessica Simpson at the time. It wasn't to this level, but when she was at the games, they would show her on the screen and everything. But then she started getting heat because the Cowboys made the playoffs. They had a bye, and Tony went on vacation with Jessica. They went to, like, Mexico or something, and he's seen relaxing and just enjoying himself on vacation. And they came back, and the Cowboys lost their first playoff game. And a lot of people gave Jessica Simpson heat for distracting Tony Romo. When it comes down to it, it's Tony's decision to go on vacation, and everything, but it was all said and done. She was getting a lot of heat from Cowboys fans.
3: Well, and, and that's just like par for the course. In my, in my opinion, it's like always blame the woman. You know, the guy has no, Oh, he's so dumb that he can't, you know, decide not to go. Or he's so, he's so terrible that his performance is going to hinge on whether or not he's hanging out with a woman. Like it's just the woman always gets blamed for those things, and I just don't understand it.
4: Oh, it was bad. I, mean, I 100% agree with Mercedes. Like He he decided to go on vacation. He's the one that threw the four interceptions. It wasn't Jessica Simpson that was out there in the yeah. field. It comes down to Tony Rowe himself, but fans, they saw it differently.
3: Yeah, and uh, I feel like this backlash is going to start with Taylor, too. Like, God forbid, you know she show up and support some someone, it's going to be her fault mm-hmm. if anything happens, and I just I just don't agree with it. Um, all eyes are on Taylor now to see if she's going to make the trip to Minneapolis as the Chiefs take on the Minnesota Vikings this week. Uh, their mayor, he says the city's welcomed, uh, ready to welcome her. He says, we know all too well the positive impact Taylor Swift has on the cities she visits. Minneapolis is no exception. If she chooses to come to Minneapolis this weekend, we'll be ready for it. Um, But it is possible she'll have to console Travis Kelsey after the Vikings beat the Chiefs. (laughs) So there you go. And then finally this morning, Coffee Mate is trending. It's hard to believe that Mean Girls, the movie, is turning 20 in 2024. And in honor of the anniversary, Coffee Mate has released a new flavor inspired by the film. It's a Mean Girls Pink Frosting Flavored Creamer. It's going to be available starting in January. It's also the brand's first ever pink creamer. They say it tastes like Cake filled with rainbows and smiles, which sounds pretty fetch. And that is what's trending.
4: Coming up here in three minutes, Journey and Toto. They're going to be here in concert in March. We've got your tickets right uh, Right after One Republic. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on
2: Mix 94.1. All right.
3: Our contestant this morning is Jessica. Jessica, you ready to play Heads Up? Yep, I'm here. <laughs> all right, let's do this. Pick a category. You have two left. Do you want to go with Hairspray or Songwriter? Let's go with Hairspray. Hairspray it is. National Hair Day was on Sunday, and these are all things that are associated with hair, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning?
0: I'm going with you, Mercedes. Okay.
3: All right,
4: Jess, you 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, you win, and you start now.
3: When you, uh, you t- you take one of these to make sure you get out all the tangles. A Um, No, the bigger one. A brush? Yes. This is uh, how you wash your hair. You use this. Shampoo. Yes. Um. Men typically go to this guy to have their For hair. Her. Yes. This is... um. Never do this, ladies. If you're going through a crisis, you don't want to cut these on your forehead. Don't cut bangs. Yes. This is um something that you... Sometimes you wear it around your wrist, so if you need to put your hair in a quick ponytail... A jungle. A rubber band. Uh, uh, it's a bigger one with fabric. Uh, they call the fabric a uh, scrunchie yes this is um. if you take your hair and take three pieces and wind it over the other what is it what are you doing yes, yes. <laughs> wow I love it that is so good. Congratulations. Thank you. I love how she just knew bangs. Like, no, <laughs> bangs. Don't. You bangs. just don't do it.
4: <laughs> Jessica, you're all set. You got yourself tickets to go see Journey and Toto. They'll be here next year in town in March. And we've got these tickets again tomorrow morning with that early edition of Heads Up. And then check this out. Next hour, we've got tickets for you to go see Dean Lewis. That's happening at 740. And when you win those tickets, you're going to get passes into the Soundcheck pre-party. It all happens at 740. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning.
3: I think uh, everyone is still fascinated uh, about the fact that I divulged uh, right as we started the show this morning. In case you missed it, uh, every morning we we keep track of the show numbers. Like, this is show number 1931 today. And back when we started entering the 1900s, we were like, wouldn't that be funny if just we take a that year and give you a fun fact from that year. And so that just became a thing once we entered the 1900s. So today from 1931, I had a couple of fun facts for you guys talking about, Oh, this is when the empire uh, state building was completed in 1931. Um, In 1931, the star spangled banner officially became the U S national anthem. And then I brought up the story about Wilbur Brink and, and, I think it captivated a lot of people, yourself included.
4: It did. So I went deep on Wilbur Brink. This Wilbur Brink, 11-year-old boy, was killed by a flying tire outside of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. It was the Indy 500 back in 1931. And I found the article from 1931 talking about this kid. And the headline reads, Father regrets building refreshment stand where flying wheel killed boy. Youngster sitting on icebox in Temporary Pavilion when struck by part of auto uh, racing auto and crash 200 feet away. So the dad builds a stand to sell some sandwiches to make some money. He's got like eight kids out front playing. One of them is, is a son. Tire comes flying through, strikes his kid, kills him. The article goes on to say that the other children... Kept on playing, not realizing the severity of the injury of the child.
3: Now, this was, this happened, the tire came from the Indy 500, which was like actually happening Mm -hmm. across the street. And the kids are playing, hanging out, and this just, there's a crash, there's a wreck from the race. It flies across the street, over his house, and lands on his head while he's playing with his friends it's it's just crazy and not to make light of it uh, uh, of course but i mean talk about just like the wrong place at the wrong time like that like why couldn't he have been like 3 feet over or like that exact spot that is i mean it's it's really sad, but a story I had never
4: heard before. Have you ever been in that spot, in the, the wrong place at the wrong time? Or maybe just maybe flip it, 702-364-9400, where you had the near miss. What a different narrative it would have been if if young Wilbur Brink um, decided to stand two feet to the right or two feet to the left. He'd be telling the story like, oh, my gosh, a tire came flying from the Indy 500, bounced right next to me, almost took me out. But sadly, he was in the wrong spot.
3: Yeah, like when did you have something like that, a near miss? I mean, or when you avoided some sort of tragic event or something that was really bad? I just I think about and I, I I don't know if anyone else does this when I'm driving and like an accident happened right in front of me. And I'm like, if I would have left three minutes earlier, that could, that could have been me. Or if I didn't s- forget my person have to go back inside, that mm-hmm. might've been me. I think of all the things that I did that, that delayed me. And I'm like, at the time I was mad about it, but now I'm happy about yeah. that, Yeah, it saved your
4: life. It saved your life. I was in Washington, D.C., and it was we had a Halloween concert, and I was dressed as Gene Simmons from Kiss, and I had a, had a Kiss mask on. And we're on stage, like, talking to the crowd. It was so hard to see out. It was so hard to hear. And I'm on stage, and I feel like this, behind my back, this whoosh, like this air, like, come down my back, and there's this big, like, thud on the stage, and someone uh, up top, above the stage, look out, saying something. And everyone's like, whoa. And I didn't realize what had happened, it was like this 30-pound like sandbag that they had on the rafters above the stage that fell, that literally came down and brushed my back. If I would have been an inch back... That sandbag would have landed on my head, and I didn't realize how close it was until once we got off the stage, and everyone is coming up to me like, oh my gosh, that was so close. I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I couldn't see it because of my stupid Gene Simmons mask that I had on. I mean, I felt something behind me, but I didn't realize how close I was to having this sand- literally sandbag landing on my head on stage.
3: Like, what if you did something differently after <laughs> that, that? What if you would have dressed up as Paul Stanley? Then maybe you would have got hit with that, you know? And uh, I was thinking too- I'm ace freely for Halloween. Cool. <laughs>
4: You know, my whole thing was like all the ways to go out. My luck that does land on my head, and I'm and I'm killed wearing a Gene Simmons mask, and that's how they that have to wheel me out of the venue, dressed like Gene Simmons from Kiss, as they go to the hospital.
3: I know that's it's just a, what a crazy story. So, yeah, that was your fun fact from 1931. I'm sure we'll have a good one from 1932. But I like dig digging deeper for some of these like really interesting stories. It's just it's crazy. Yeah,
4: it's uh yeah fascinating stuff. Hot three's coming up here in about ten minutes. What do you have for us? Okay,
3: we. We are going to talk about uh, this this new service that Uber is going to be providing for you. It's literally making us lazier and lazier. (laughs) We'll explain coming up. Also, if you were thinking about a trip to Disney... Now, if you've got kids, you may want to book it. We'll tell you why uh, Why it might be a cheaper way to get in. And s- the couples who meet this way are less happy in their marriages. How is it? We'll talk about it all coming up next in the Hot 3. You ready?
2: Hot, hot, hot. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: It's not going to be long before we end up like that movie WALL-E. Did you ever say it We're just people just sit in chairs and then chairs move them around all day because we're so lazy? Super laziness, yes. Uber, they're a- adding a new feature to help with a chore that people dread, and that is returning packages. The rideshare company just launched a return-a-package service that's going to let users spend, send up to five prepaid and sealed packages to a post office, UPS, FedEx nearby. The packages have to be valued at less than 100 bucks weigh less than 30 pounds and can be returned via uber for a flat fee of five dollars or three dollars for uber one members (laughs) i just think it's so funny we don't want to do anything ourselves anymore
4: really very lazy but uber does have a package delivery service already which you're pretty much paying the fee whatever if let's say we need to deliver a package to boulder city whatever the ride fare would be you're pretty much just paying that fee but they'll come pick up the package from you and deliver that package to where we need to be delivered in town
3: so it's a it's it's not a returning package thing. It's like a package it's delivery. A package delivery, yeah. yeah so okay. this one
4: though is going to take your items here. This is take the shirt back. I don't yeah. want. Take care of me, thank you.
3: Exactly. Also, this morning, Disney theme parks they they took a little bit of a hit during the pandemic, so they're always looking for more ways to get people to come to the happiest place on earth. And the company just announced they're going to offer discounts on children's tickets to their parks for a limited time, it's kind of an attempt to boost traffic there. Starting on October twenty fourth. They're going to sell kids tickets to the Disneyland Resort theme parks for as low as 50 bucks a day, which is going to be good for visits between January 8th and March 10th of next year. Walt Disney World Florida, they're also offering a package deal on November 14th with discounted kids tickets that can be used from March 3rd to June 30th. So if you were thinking about going sometime next year, that is a great deal. You definitely want to grab those.
4: I'm going to put you on the spot, but what is your favorite time of year at Disneyland? Is it is it the holidays? Is it Halloween time? What's your favorite time?
3: I I mean, I like when no one's there.
4: That's my <laughs> the, favorite time the of the quiet year. Time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when I can walk on the rides and I don't have to wait in three hour lines. I love the holidays. I I love both Halloween and uh and, and Christmas. It's just very I don't know. There's just something really special about it. But my favorite times have been like in February where we pick a random weekend and it's not super packed. Um, People are not, you know, standing in these long queues. That's when I love it the most.
4: Just you can really enjoy it without the masses amount of people. Yeah,
3: I mean, if I get to go on... Radiator Springs and just walk straight on. That's a win because that line is usually if you don't have any, uh, uh, you know, the Genie Pass or anything. Oh my gosh, you're gonna wait in that line for two hours. So that's it for me, Steph. I know you're also a Disney fanatic. Do you do you feel the same way? What's your favorite time?
0: Oh, I agree with you. When there's no one there, that's the best. I remember I used to be in college and I'd have the Disneyland app and I'd be sitting in class just looking at all the low wait times at, at Splash Mountain. In so I agree with you when there's no one there, that's my favorite time. No joke, guys, this is how much I love Disneyland. Sometimes I just look
3: at the app and see what the wait times are. Even can you look,
4: can you look right now? It's not open though, is it? Is the park it's open, not open no, yet? But Let's no. check it later. On. And I'll
3: be like, oh my gosh, there's only a five minute wait for Big Thunder. Wow, I'm not even going. I just like to see what the wait times are. It's so sad. That is exactly what I. I actually
0: deleted the app when I not at Disneyland because I got that FOMO of not being at
3: Disneyland. It's really, it's really a problem I need to take care of. Um, finally, this morning, dating can be brutal, but just meeting someone you want to go out with can feel impossible, which is why so many singles use dating apps. And sometimes the sparks fly with with a match. Other times, not so much. And new research is suggesting that meeting a mate on an app may not lead to a happily ever after, necessarily. They say couples who meet on dating apps are less satisfied with their marriages than those who meet in person. This new study they did found that uh, almost half of people who meet on apps and then met in real life, um, they... They didn't really have that spark that they thought they would. Those who meet through online dating report lower satisfaction and lower stability in their marriage. They think that it could be a result of just feeling judged over the way they met, like they're, they're embarrassed no. about it. And then that just kind of puts a tension between the two of you.
4: I'm sure there's someone out there that they can debunk that. Did you meet on an app and you've now been married for five, ten years? There's, I'm sure there's people that are just the opposite, but that's sad. People are embarrassed about, think there's a stigma on the way they met.
3: There was a, on a Saturday night, our friends had a Halloween party, and one of the girls there brought her sister, who just moved here from New York, and this girl is gorgeous, like, absolutely stunning like whoa and she's like i can't meet anyone so she opened up tinder and everyone starts looking at and swiping for her we're like oh look at this guy <laughs> look at this guy and uh i was like have you had any luck with him she's like no but i'm not you know i'm not gonna give up yet and i'm tr- I'm, I'm trying to think i'm like do i know any like young she gave me an age range i think her age range was 22 to 37 she's i'm like do i know any young single guys that are great guys that fit into that age range because this girl is like like a legit catch one of those people where you're like how are you single mm-hmm. like
4: wh- how is this even possible but she just moved here from new york so so anyone anyway, guys 22 to 37 single you got it going on send mercedes a message maybe well, we can make some love I, you happen. know
3: i gotta vet you in person <laughs> i can't do this over the,
4: online <laughs> those tickets to see dean lewis coming up at seven forty. call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Okay, if you're a parent, you probably know this name. And if so, can you call us right now at 702-364-9400 and give your opinion on this person? Because I have a friend who is absolutely obsessed. She and her daughter are both obsessed with Miss Rachel. Does anyone else love Miss Rachel or have a kid that loves Miss Rachel? Because you have no kids, I'm going to assume, and I could be wrong, that you don't know who Miss Rachel is. When
4: you said Miss Rachel, I thought of the wonderful receptionist that worked at the radio station for 10 plus years. Oh, Miss Rachel. She she was a saint. That's my Miss Rachel. There's obviously a different, more famous Miss Rachel. I I don't know who it is.
3: My girlfriend has a three-year-old daughter, Mm -hmm. and she is Absolutely obsessed with Miss Rachel, and it has kind of transferred to my friend. Like they love Miss Rachel, and Miss Rachel, she's um she's a YouTuber. Like it's, it, actually, she's just exploded beyond YouTube. Like she sings songs for for kids, teaches them life lessons. Miss Rachel is just about the sweetest lady you will ever see, and she like that's all they talk about is miss rachel like in the middle of conversations miss rachel will come up what did miss rachel teach us miss rachel taught us to do this like obsessed jasmine knows about miss rachel hey good morning jasmine hi Hi. um so my niece and nephew twins
0: love miss rachel so much i hear her in the morning i hey um i hear miss rachel saying hi and everybody's like oh and my nephew kisses the tv he oh. loves her so much she's so <laughs>
3: sweet we have some audio for miss rachel i know that uh steph put it in do we have it yeah here?
4: yeah let me pull it up you ready okay for it? yeah here's miss rachel
2: look
0: it's a surprise box let's take out a surprise
2: Do you want to take something out with me? Yes?
0: Okay, let's take something out. Miss
3: Rachel is so sweet. I I I just I kind of love out. her too. Take it out. Take it.
0: How
4: <laughs> yes! the what's in the box? I'm thinking of seven the entire time. I'm thinking of Brad Pitt as she's doing that. She's worth ten million dollars, by the way. Uh,
3: this woman is just to wow. say who is who is your kid obsessed with? Maybe it's not necessarily like a a Miss Rachel, but maybe it's like a song that it's the only song that will calm them down if they're having a meltdown. You have to play this, or it's the only show that they will stop what they're doing and pay attention to seven zero two three six four. 9400 who who is your Miss Rachel my kids Miss Rachel was either I I think it had to be no, they weren't even into Blue's Clues that much. I, one of my daughters was into Blue's Clues, but it wasn't Steve. It was the second one. Oh, the, the second, second coming. Guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't remember the second guy's name, but he was super cute. Um, she loved him. That was her Miss Rachel. Um, we just got a text here. It says, um, Ashley says, we don't watch Miss Rachel, but my three-year-old, my six-year-old, and my husband and I are obsessed with Bluey yes bluey is another Uh one and i love that bluey is made in colors so dogs can watch it too those are the colors that dogs will watch did you have like a miss rachel or do you know anyone that has like an obsession in their house
4: well my so my nephew is obsessed with batman he's uh first grade he is in um and he just everything in his world is batman his birthday comes up what does he want for his birthday? My brother always sends me ideas. Everything has to do with Batman. He always has a Batman shirt on, just obsessed with Batman. And it's so cute to wear Batman's, like, outfits and everything. It's just nonstop Batman in their house.
3: There's a similar one here with Janelle. Janelle, who, who is everyone obsessed with in your house?
2: My son is obsessed with Spider-Man. He wants his shoes to be Spider Man, his
0: shirt, his pajamas. If we're watching anything on YouTube, TV, whatever, it has to be
3: Spider Man. And I'm like, let's watch something else. He's like, no, 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 Spider Man. And Joe, like, crying. <laughs> for the phone. That is the most adorable thing that I've ever heard. I love that. Uh, just really quick. Jay, Jay, who is the obsession in your house? So I know you guys said Miss Rachel, and he'll watch it, but
0: his number one is Shrek, and I was just saying that I feel like that's like an adult movie, but... He loves Shrek, and it's so funny how like the Counting Crows and all these songs are on there, and he loves those songs.
3: I love that. I mean, it, there are adult jokes that just go mm-hmm. over kids' heads that are so funny. Someone just texted us saying, "OMG, I'm taking my nieces to daycare right now," and you played that Miss Rachel soundbite, and she just lost her mind with
4: excitement. <laughs> <laughs> That's we gotta start putting in the rotation, Ms. Miss Rachel. Rachel. Are you ready for it? Another round of Throwback Throwdown. Oh, Mm. the
3: Throwback Throwdown is time. Okay, Steph and I go head-to-head, but you guys got to play along with us. If you can recognize the sound... From something in the past. It could be anything, right? It's like just random things.
4: Yeah, it could be a TV show. It could be a song. It could be a a celebrity talking. I'll play the audio, and you have to guess what it is. Still sticking with the 2000s. I've got stuff that happened between 2000 and 2010
1: here.
0: 2000 and 2010. Okay, Steph, are you ready? Uh, Okay, so in the past, we did it where whoever's the fastest, right? Who got it? Are we still going that route, or are we going one by one?
4: Oh, I can do, it. or I can just play ten seconds if you got to write down the answer. Whatever you guys, whatever you guys want to do.
0: I just say that because Mercedes is so good and so quick, so it's hard to
3: beat her. Okay, so maybe we just both give our answers. I'll write, at the uh, end I'll, of the yeah, sound. I'll play, I'll
4: play, play ten seconds, okay. and then I'll turn to okay. you for an answer. Okay, okay that would that work? And that way, we're listening too. Can we'll have a fair shot at getting it? Okay. okay. Uh, let me load up the first one right here, and here is the first sound in the throwback throwdown. This island is pretty much full of only two things snakes and rats
3: and in the end of mother nature we have Richard the snake who knowingly went after prey and Kelly who turned into the rat Ha-ha. Okay, I have my answer written down. So do I. Okay, show us. Steph, why don't you go first? I wrote down Survivor.
4: Okay, and Mercedes?
3: I got even more specific. I wrote down Sue Hawk on Survivor.
1: Oh! oh! oh
3: is I mean? <laughs> Was she right? <laughs> oh, my god! <laughs>
4: Survivor I would take, but I mean, she, Mercedes, had the name of the person she that did. was
3: delivering that speech. That was she the I iconic speech. Also, Steph was probably three What it happened. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'll give each a point.
1: Okay. okay. For,
4: for Survivor. So if you're listening, you got Survivor, you got it right. Here is uh, sound number two. That's all you get of that one.
3: I got The
0: Office. Same, The Office. Yes, yeah. The yes.
4: Office. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pretty okay. easy so far. Oh, okay, Steph.
0: Okay, I shouldn't get too confident.
4: <laughs> Here's the next one
0: You're impossibly fast and strong.
3: Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change color.
2: oh what? Yes! Yeah. Bella's
0: mine!
3: <laughs> wow, okay. She always talked with such a pause in her.
0: You're impossibly fast. And, and her, strong. And her, her face too, when she talks, was so kind of a, uneasy. Yeah, she looked like she had
3: just eaten a lemon, like <laughs> three <laughs> minutes ago. Uh, yes.
4: <laughs> if you want to talk faster, that whole movie series would have been like cut in half. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's all tied up at three. Okay, piece. okay, okay. Things are starting to pick up here, though.
1: For the last year, I've spent every working day trying to figure out where a high oh, school kid oh my was. God an hour after school one day in 1999 or if you want to get technical
3: about it and apparently i do where a high school kid was for 21 minutes after school one day in
0: 1999 oh my gosh um for me i know it's a podcast and it was surrounded by Adnon, but the name is beyond me so i don't know the name of the podcast i forgot and james loves this podcast man mercedes
3: cereal Yes! (laughs) (laughs) yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh That's right! Adnan Saeed. Yes! I remember. I, th- that was like. I was obsessed with that podcast. And, like, there was never an answer. And, like, later on down the line, wasn't he, like, acquitted of everything? I think so. Right. That was was such a good podcast. I remember you
4: always talking about the cereal podcast. And then I thought it was, like, cereal that you eat. (laughs) And I finally downloaded it. Gosh, this came out, like, like, 10 plus years ago, I I think. I remember that. That
3: was the one that really put podcasts on the map. Like, that's where it all just kind of started.
4: So, Mercedes has got four. Steffi got three. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one more here, okay?
3: Okay. Okay.
0: It. You do know oh it? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you are the best! Because if it was, I thought it was a game at first when you start a game because that's what your kind of trend is. I thought it was when you start Grand Theft Auto. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was my guess. That is incorrect.
3: Darn it, Mercedes Like a Stone Audio Slate. Yes,
2: <laughs> the champ is here.
0: The champ,
3: undisputed champ.
0: Seriously. It's so tough to go against
3: you. Wow. It's just nice having a husband that listens to a lot of rock music and <laughs> you know, songs
4: like that. So good. Wow.
3: Serial <laughs> podcast. I love that I know,
4: podcast. Right? <laughs>
2: oh.
3: If you ever re- want to reach out to the show, our number is 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us. Uh, I'm really excited because uh, coming up in less than a half hour, we're going to find out what... JC's house guest did that left him saying never again no one's staying at my house ever again I'm still dealing with these issues what could they have possibly done we'll talk about that right at 8 o'clock so call us right now if you have ever sworn that you would never do something like I will never be the person who does this and then you ended up doing it anyway You, you fully admit you were a hypocrite about it you were like never not me and now you do it what is it because that's i have discovered what i have done i i used to make fun of these people who did this i not make fun of in a mean way but why do you need to do that like oh are you like always in a rush you got to get out of places and what is it it's backing into parking spots and now if i have the opportunity to back into a parking spot I will do it every single time. I love backing into parking spots now. That has just become my favorite thing. And I used to make fun of people who did that. Like, why are you doing that? What's the point of that? And now I get it. Now I get it.
4: You're going to Albertsons, you're going grocery shopping, you're driving down the lane, you see your spot, you'll back into that spot of the grocery store? I
3: will if I can. I, I mean, it's all I can do to not back in here at the radio station because uh, I don't want to get made fun of by you guys, but <laughs> I love backing into spots. And I'll tell you.
4: Give us the reasons why this is so such a great thing.
3: Okay, it's just easier to get out of the parking lot. Let's just face it. I mean, instead of like looking back, seeing, making sure no one's coming, I can see straight forward and zoom. Zoom, zoom. I'm out of there. Another thing, and if you've been to a Golden Knights game, we had this conversation. You can tell who the rookies are when you go into the parking lot, the parking garage. If you are not back into a spot, you have never done that before. Because after the game, there's tons of people. Everyone's trying to get out. And the one who has to back out, you're stuck. Mm. You are not getting out. If you pull out, you you can sneak in. Someone will let you in. All right. Sneak in there. That's fine backing into a parking spot is the way to do it. And I always thought it was just people who thought that they were so important. They're in a rush. They don't have time to back out. No, I get it. It just makes life easier.
4: There's many benefits to doing it. This is smart.
3: What's the thing that you swore you would never do, but now you do it? Trish and Peyton are on the phone. Hi, guys. Good morning. Hey, what what is it for you? You swore you'd never do it, but now you do it.
0: I said I would never use one of those backpack leashes. Oh, for your kids? we went to Disneyland, yes. I had to. I was too afraid to lose her in the the crowd.
4: I think if I'm a parent, I would use them all the time. And I used to make fun of them when I was seeing them for the first time. But I remember we were at a horse show, and I had to watch someone's kid and she was like six years old, and I did not know what to do. So, and I didn't have a, a leash, but I had some rope, some lead rope from the horses. I put the rope around her. We were walking around. She was oh, like, my like, god! Like a dog. Okay. But it was great. It was awesome because I could like do some stuff and know that she was still within arm's reach. I could just pull her back.
3: I used to think that those backpack leashes, I used to think that those were cruel. I'm like, who would do that to their child? You have children and you're like, me, that's who, that's who I would do. It's great. Yeah, you just want to make sure that they don't run because they'll run. And then like all these kids are coming up to you and you're like, wait, which one's mine. So I actually can understand that one. Let's talk to Bo Bo. You swore you'd never do it, but now you do it. What is it?
4: Good morning. Good morning to you both. Uh, growing up in Georgia, it was sweet tea or nothing. And now I only drink unsweet tea, just cutting down the sugar. But I score I never drink unsweet tea.
3: There's so many things that as an adult, you're like, I'll never like that. <laughs> and now you like it. Cauliflower. I'm like, why do I love Brussels sprouts? Yeah. You couldn't pay me to eat those as a kid. And now, oh, the best. Now, now unsweetened tea. Oh my gosh, I'm with you on that, Beau. Real quick, Kathy, you swore you'd never do it, but now you do it, what is it? I made fun of everyone who bought minivans and then I got pregnant with triplets and I had an older child and realized I couldn't do anything but a minivan. <laughs> I mean, that or a school bus. You know, <laughs> what else? Hot,
2: hot, hot. It's time for the Hot Three on Mix 94.1.
3: We just heard Taylor Swift and now, you know, you can claim you don't care. You're, you're not paying attention to all that's going on with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but... Are you sure there's not just a little part of you that is invested in this whole situation? Well, now we know what America thinks. They did this poll, and it turns out that America thinks that trailer should be a thing. I what are, what are, do you? I don't like that name. I like Tavis way
4: better than. trailer. Oh, are these the options. Yeah, so trailer, trailer,
3: trailer, T R Travis and Taylor. Oh, trailer. trailer. And then you have, t- I like Tavis. That's my Tavis favorite. flow is flows better. It just sounds, it, it doesn't sound like a trailer. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Um, anyway, um, 22% of Taylor Swift fans think that they should be together, as do 22% of professional football fans and 29% of people who consider them fans of both approve of the relationship. I, I'm obsessed with this relationship. I love it. I'm so happy for both of them. I think this is the one that's going to go the distance. I really, really do.
4: She's just coming out of that relationship with Joe Alwyn. Was what three years that one was?
3: Yeah, but they broke up like what back in January. It's been some time. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a some while. time.
4: Yeah. yeah, I'm happy for her too. It's, I, I do. Uh, I like the excitement that's surrounded by seeing her at the games. NBC went hog wild on Sunday night with the coverage, and I think it's funny too. There's um, there's a Swift on the Eagles, and then you have Kelsey on the Eagles as well well, when they stand next to each other, I think the camera guys were always looking for that shot. Like, oh, they're next to each other. Let's get that shot. Swift and Kelsey are next to each other.
3: Yeah, we um, have some audio from Travis Kelsey, who uh, on his podcast with his brother, they, you know, he asked him, like, do you think this coverage is a little bit are they overdoing it and here's what he said about that
5: i think it's fun when they show uh who all is at the game i think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere brings a little bit more to to what you're watching but at the same time i think uh they're overdoing it they're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure especially my situation right i think they're they're just trying to have fun with it
3: yeah and, and it's cute and i i mean sunday night football had the highest ratings ever I know. It's <laughs> crazy. Um it just it it infuriates me so much because the, like the backlash comes to her. Like oh it's always it's always her fault. Like forget the, the, the someone someone posts something like when is this going to be a mutually beneficial relationship for her? She's helping you know get the ratings up. She's mm-hmm. bringing attention to this. But then everyone's mad at her. For, oh, for taking away the attention. I, I just don't get it.
4: The jer- his jersey sales have gone up. But yeah. I, I think, too, there's probably some football people, too, that are discovering more about Taylor Swift as well. I mentioned earlier, when, when Tony Romo was dating Jessica Simpson, they made the playoffs, and then he went did a bye week, and they went to Cancun somewhere in Mexico for, for a vacation, and they came back, and they lost, and people were giving Jessica Simpson heat for going on vacation with Tony Romo. Tony decided to go on the vacation. Tony decided to throw interceptions. The offensive line decided not to block properly. You know, it's all these things added to it. But there was a hatred for Jessica Simpson after that.
3: I, I just feel like so many times people love to make women the scapegoats in situations. And that's not trying to, like, victimize women at all. I promise I'm not. It's just, it's like... Why does everyone always blame the, the woman in it? it's nothing just, to do with it It doesn't make any sense to me. so yeah, that's one of the big uh stories this morning. Another big story. no one won powerball again. so the things here we go again. things are gonna get crazy. The powerball jackpot now up to one point four billion dollars. No one matched all six numbers in last night's drawing. so the jackpot rolled up to what's going to be the third highest Powerball jackpot and the fifth largest in U.S. lottery history. So a single winner in Saturday Night's Drawing could claim a lump sum cash prize of more than $640 million.
4: We've got our guy Buckeye Bob. We'll buy his tickets. So we'll be good. We'll be covered. Yeah, but as JC said,
3: no other reason to meet up with him other than getting our lottery tickets. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he bought us lottery tickets what for this past the... weekend. He was in town. He was like, tell me where he's going to be. I'm like, all right, we'll try to meet up. And I just, I just forgot we did meet up and it's home Mercedes. Yeah, no need to meet up now.
3: <laughs> um, finally, this morning. So, a lot of people love to get some exercise every day to stay in shape. Some people, they do it every day, others not so much. Well, finding that time in your schedule can be really tough, but this is great because this new study came out and found out that it actually may take a lot less time to get fit than you may have thought. Researchers found that working out just three days a week is the new like magic number needed to see results. Three days a week, that's it. While three days is the minimum to improve strength, five five is even better, of course. But they had participants who exercised five days a week. They saw more than a 10% in, a strength increase than in the three-day group. But if you just do three days a week, that is so good for you.
4: Just move a little bit, get out, do some exercise. I am so grateful for a gift you gave me back in 2020. Those 25-pound weights you gave me.
3: Oh man, yeah, during COVID and you couldn't go to the gym and I had these weights and, well, they're, they're like, um, adjustable. Yeah. 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 You can make them lighter. Yeah. You can make them lighter. You can make them, uh, 20 pounds and, and, they were just collecting dust. Obviously, I had, didn't have a lot of priority on lifting those. <laughs> no, I had another pair. I was those ones I didn't use. So I, I used, used those them last use. night. Did you? I, really? st- I
4: still use them, and they have talked about great weights. They've stood the test of time. They've been outside because I work out outside for the past what four years now, three four years now, and they, they're still fantastic. I use them all the time, I always think of you when I'm working out outside.
3: <laughs> You're like punching the air. I'm thinking of Mercedes. Punch! Punch! <laughs> Has anyone ever had a really bad house guest? And what did they do? Maybe to the point where you're like, that's it. They're never staying here again. We're we're done with house guests. Who has had the absolute worst house guest? 702-364-9400. I've been wanting to hear now that uh, the in-laws have left town. Uh, you said that never again. The well, next, that's,
4: that's extreme uh, to okay, say so, never again. It's just some interesting not things. Not within the near future. <laughs> <laughs> some interesting things happened while they were here. And one of them was, um, I know, uh, Walt and Les, are so sweet. They like it cold at night when they sleep, just like Laura and I, which is fantastic. Anytime we visit them, the house is always cold. We like it cold. And, and I just double-checked with them when they first got there. I'm like, you yeah, guys still like it cold? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, awesome. This is something they discovered when they left. Every single room that they occupied, they closed the vents, the ceiling vents. 'Cause I go I go to the guest bathroom they were using after they left, I'm like, I hear this like vroom, vroom, this weird sound, like, what's that weird noise? And I realized that vent is closed. I'm like, Huh, Walt must have closed it. So I opened it. Then I realized the second vent in the bathroom, closed. The two vents of the guest bedroom, closed. The other guest bedroom that Walt used, vents were closed. I just thought that was like an an odd thing that he closed all the events. He wanted no air circulation. He likes it cold, but no air circulation coming in the room.
3: Do you guys have the same definition of cold? Because what I think is cold is not what my husband thinks is
4: cold. Well, I verified. Uh, I said, well, I'll drop it to 66 at night. And he went, oh, good.
3: Oh, okay. See,
4: so we, that, that's to me, 66 is perfect at night. What's cold to you?
3: Um, 73.
4: No kidding. I don't know.
3: I just I, I'm always cold. Everything's cold to me. I'm sitting in here freezing this morning. Like the AC keeps blowing on me, and I'm freezing. So I'm not a good question person. To ask that question. The positioning
4: of that studio too. You're right under the vent. Yeah, right there. I'm freezing right uh, now. And we're 74 here. Set is what the radio station is set at right now. So that was kind like of an odd thing. And then I noticed that he would always have the bathroom windows open upstairs in the guest bathroom.
3: Because there's no circulation in there. <laughs> <'Cause>
4: <laughs> exactly. the vents are closed. Maybe he kept the vents open. There'd be and, and, and I would notice that every night when I turn the alarm on, I get these little indicators and the thing would pop up. Bathroom window open. In the morning, I had to turn off the alarm. Bathroom window open. And so after he left, I went to shut the windows and he broke one of the windows. I can't shut it. So, oh no. So this one bathroom window it just it doesn't shut all the way. So it's cracked. Open, and every time I turn the alarm on and off, I get the warning bathroom window open I'm like I know Walt broke it
3: so what is the worst thing that a house guest did under your roof seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred I have a theory I think that this all happened because of you <laughs> me you you and Laura were having some uh relations in the in the bedroom, and it was making noise, and they could hear it through the vents. <laughs> So they closed all the vents. I don't need to hear this. This is ridiculous. Well, now I'm in the bathroom and I'm not getting here. It's so hot here. Oh, I'll just open the window. So I open the window and well, you know, it's not a brand new house, not an old house, but not a brand new house. And things, you know, need to be replaced. And unfortunately, you have not done that yet. So that it's all your fault. <laughs> you and your relations.
4: I will you just tell couldn't you Couldn't wait till they left. Laura's got a thing anytime like there's family staying with us or we go back she gets frisky and I don't, Oh gosh that's kind of like creepy isn't it and I, I'm like what do you I don't hey. want I want nothing to do with that because I don't want any chance of Walton, Les or of my parents house of them someone hearing something but for some reason she's always gets she's like gets in the mood I'm like no this is not happening right now I would love to But it's not happening with family in-house. They probably
3: heard her making her moves, and they were just very, very (laughs) uncomfortable with it. What is the worst thing that happened at your house? We just got a text here. It says, I once let a friend stay for four days, and he walked around pretty much naked in front of my boyfriend and daughter and left a mess. My boyfriend was upset and never again. This one says, bad house guests. My roommate had college friends over that would go out and party until early in the morning, then come home and continue the party They'd finish by stripping naked, walking all their clothes to the washer and dryer, right past my bedroom, and they'd go to bed around five a.m. It was a daily parade of naked people. I just couldn't do it. I just there's no way. I would I would lose my mind. Brianna, what happened to you with a house guest? So we were actually
0: it was actually us. We were staying in a beachside cottage, and an, a little mini Lysol can went down the toilet and we had to get maintenance
3: workers to take the toilet off and get the bulb can out. So both my parents put their hands down the toilet that day. Oh. Um, and so you were the house horrible. guest. Yes, we were the house guest. I mean, <laughs> when you put things on your toilet, they get knocked in. I, I can actually they understand that. It was like a teeny tiny little windowsill and it just got knocked in the toilet. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the house guests.
4: <laughs> was have a bunch coming this weekend?
3: My Just my mom. Oh, She's fine. Mom. Yeah, yeah, she stays there. But once my brother stayed at her house, it was uh, New Year's, and uh, he got just loaded at Green Valley Ranch. We were like, it's time to go. He didn't want to leave, so we left him there. <laughs> then he calls us at 3 in the morning, asks us to come pick him up. <laughs> go pick him up. He can't find him. He comes trolling out with a bag of... Uh, what's the burger they have?
4: Fat oh, burger. Fat, fat burger, burger. Sure, yeah. Comes
3: with a big old bag of fat burger. Goes home to my house. Decides to take a shower, but doesn't close the shower curtain. Floods my bathroom and leaves fat burger wrappers all over the bedroom. It smelled like onions for three weeks.
4: Did he give you fat burger though? No, he did just got, he's fat got he's eating
3: it all drunk in the backseat. <laughs> I was like, never again, never
2: again. <laughs>
5: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media?
4: 694.1, Mercedes in the morning. In about 10 minutes, we have tickets for you to go see Doja Cat.
3: You just heard Dance the Night uh, by Dua Lipa from the Barbie movie and another song from the Barbie movie that now all I can think about is the Mojo Dojo Casa house is pushed by Matchbox 20. Push you, you around, yeah, I will. Oh, my gosh. Whenever I hear this song now, it just it, it hits different. It's All I think about is all the guys sitting around the campfire singing it to their lady, listen to me. sing this song. It's the Mojo Dojo Casa House. I wonder, like, how Matchbox 20 felt about that. Like, they gave their permission for it to be in the movie, but I kind of felt like it reflected a little poorly on the song. Like, oh, this is the... The Mojo Dojo and a House song. Like, I felt like it was kind of a little bit of a slam, but maybe maybe it's all in good fun.
4: Well, yeah. They asked the permission, like, hey, we want to use your song in the Barbie movie. They're probably like, awesome. It's going to be the Barbie movie. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I wonder if they told him in what context it's going to be used in. Uh, I it could be, all of a I sudden, think so. Rob's watching the movie like... Oh, Oh, they're making fun of this
3: song. (laughs) I didn't know that. Steph. you just put a note up here uh, asking if we know the origins of the song. I, I don't. What's the origins of this song?
0: So I was scrolling actually through Twitter, and it must be because this song is just trending. And they revealed that how they made this song was they were they flipped open a book. They went to a random page and they actually just pointed to a random word. And that's how it started. Here is some audio from that interview.
2: So we do this this songwriting exercise where Matt opens up a book and he points to a word. There's the word rusty. I'm a little bit rusty. Immediately, the first thing that came out was, I don't know if I've ever been good enough. I'm, I'm a, a little, little bit rusty.
3: rusty. Uh-huh.
2: Whoa.
3: Right? Oh, wow. And so did, did the word push, was that part of it too? Did they just like, did they go like, rusty, push, around, will, Yeah.
4: (laughs) That's just how how
0: it became a thing. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to do. I have a book here. Oh, she's
4: got a book, Mercedes. In hand.
0: What's the book? The book is Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. (laughs) It's a big book. Why do you have
2: that book? I have
0: to read it. I have to do an interview on her soon. (laughs) It's for work. But I thought what we could do is kind of do something similar where you guys give me a page. I'll point to a random word. And you guys just start, you know, going on a songwriting tangent where you give me a couple lines of, from that word, we have to make a song. What do you think? Oh. It's
3: all our same song or all separate songs? What do you think? Should we just skip? let do separate, yeah. Oh,
4: okay, you go first. Okay, so just flip your pages. I'll start. tell you when to stop. Okay. Just flip your pages. Keep flipping. All right. Keep flipping. Keep flipping. Stop. Okay. And move your finger around. All right. And stop.
0: The word is staircase. I gotta make a song about
3: staircase. Give him another, uh, like, another two or three words just so he can kind of formulate something.
4: Okay,
0: tell me when to stop. Stop. The word is hours.
4: Hours, okay, go. One more. Stop.
0: Happiest.
4: Happiest. Oh.
3: I Damn. already have a premise for this song. You got this. What are the words again?
4: Staircase, hours, happiness. I find myself the happiest when I'm climbing the staircase of love to spend endless hours with you, my sweetheart, my lovely dove. That sounds like straight out of the thirties. I <laughs>
0: actually... My lovely dub. I liked it. I Thank
4: think you I would give it a very seven. Very <laughs> seven. It is show number 1931, so I'm sticking with the thirties theme.
0: My lovely dove. <laughs> oh, right, Mercedes, you're up.
4: Okay. She three words.
2: All three right. words, Okay,
0: tell me when to stop okay. the page. Okay, stop. Okay, now tell me when to stop for the first uh, word. Stop. Zero. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Okay, so tell me when to stop for the second word. Stop. Crosses. (laughs) Okay, third word. Stop. Pressing.
4: What's this book about? Oh,
0: man. It's about dragons.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Zero crossing crosses and pressing. I feel like I need some music. Do we have anything I like, did an acapella. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're from the 30s. They did things like that <laughs> in the 30s. I, I need a, like a 90s beat. You need a 90s okay. beat? Like, we played Nelly earlier. You could just um, ride roll with me. Nelly. For,
4: or, She's going to ride me. So you do the song you... to ride with me? I'm going to do my best. Alright, ready?
3: Uh, wait, hold on. i got to think of my premise here. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Oh gosh, this is it's really a lot hard. of pressure. All right, all you right, got this. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got zero Fs to give when it comes to you pressing me. I am crossing into a new world. Yeah, okay! <laughs> <laughs> Did I really say zero Fs?
0: I, like I think it. so. I think I, so. I, I, I'm being,
3: I yeah, this is too hard. This is really it's hard. Real it's kind of tough. Uh, okay, zero step, crosses the, right. pressing. Okay, you got this.
0: All right, you tell me when to stop, JC. Stop. Okay, first word is? Stop. Opposite. Oh, gosh. Okay. She's writing them down. Opposite. All right. Now, ready for the second word? Stop. Wing leader. Wing? And and your your last one is lovey-dovey. Can I I use (laughs) lovey-dovey? Okay. I'll use lovey-dovey. Okay. All right. Drop a beat. You want Nelly? Yeah, I'll do Nelly. Uh, 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 uh. I'm going to go in the opposite direction of my wing leader because I'm so (laughs) (laughs) lovey-dovey. Was that a shortcut I just took?
3: I think Matchbox 20 is way better at this than we are. Way better.
2: I'm intrigued by the book,
3: though. I'll let you know how it goes.
2: (laughs) It's time for Heads Up. Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
3: Emily is caller 20. Woo! Ready to do this, Emily? I am. All right. We want to get you these tickets to see uh, Doja Cat. It's going to be an awesome show. You have two categories to pick from. Do you want to go with On Broadway or Espresso? Um, Espresso. Espresso. It is. National Coffee Day was last week. These are all things associated with coffee. And, and pull over, because there's a, there's a <laughs> <Something> siren. <happening.
0: laughs> <laughs>
3: who do you want to yeah, pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes. All right.
4: All right, Emily, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, You're going to go see Doja Cat, and you start now. We
3: drink caffeine. Uh, oh shoot. Uh, Judges? D- 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 we, we, drink the, we drink coffee because it has a lot of this in it. Caffeine. Yes. yes. This is the person who makes your coffee. A barista. Yes. Um. This is a small shot of what? Espresso. Yes. Um. They grind these to make the drink. Beans. Coffee beans. Yes. This is the very popular drink for the month of October. Pumpkin. Pumpkin spice. Yes. Pumpkin latte. Yes. This is um. It's like a milkshake, but it's not. It's a. It's at Starbucks. They make like a. Cappuccino. Yes. Yes. yes! Wow, Emily, no issues at all. You got that. Congratulations.
4: Awesome. I'm so excited. We're excited for you, Emily. You're all set with your tickets to go see Doja Cat, the Scarlet Tour, T-Mobile Arena. This is happening November 3rd. We've got your tickets tomorrow morning at, when you win Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour, which happens around 825. And then next hour, check this out. we got tickets for you to go see Kane Brown, and that happens right around 940.
3: Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Yesterday, eleven twenty. Did everyone have their uh, their FEMA test go off on their phone?
4: It freaked me out. I know <laughs> we've been talking about it, and expecting it. We had just finished a meeting, and um, at that point, I was I was walking into the st- I was in the studio here when it went off, and it just. It caught me off guard. I'm like, ah, oh, what is that noise? It was
3: so funny because um, I was actually, I just left the station. So I was driving and it, it technically on my, uh, according to my time, it went off at 11.19. Mm-hmm. I looked at my watch right when it went, well, obviously, because it was going off on my wrist and on my phone. And it's like, beep, beep, and I'm like, oh, wow, got it a minute early. So I quickly jump onto the radio station and it and it hasn't gone off yet. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? It's not on. And I, I'm waiting, and I'm like, there's a delay. It's it's not 1120. And it finally goes off at 1121. Um, so there was like a two-minute delay from my phone to the actual radio. And then I was going through every single radio station. And they were all off at the same time running the exact same message. And I thought it was so cool. Did anyone have that alert cause, like, like go off in the the worst place possible or just cause chaos because i got a note from my my kid's school like just to be aware if if they're gonna go off in classes don't freak out um i just thought that was so funny like it it went off for everyone so no matter if you tried to silence it or not it went off for everyone. Did it cause chaos for anyone? 702-364-9400.
4: Was someone in court? Yeah, big a court case and you're you're pleading your case to the jury and it goes off or yeah, I wanted to see what it was like or hear what it's like if you're in a huge crowd of people, you're in a classroom with 30, 40 people, even maybe a bigger one at UNLV. everyone's phone is going off. Matt, God forbid you're at a funeral. And, like, it's, it's a moment of peace and, and uh, you know, paying respects to someone and everyone's phone ar, ar, starts going off at the same time.
3: I saw someone make a post. I can't remember who it was, but they said it would really suck if you had smuggled a cell phone in and jail. <laughs> you just got busted. <laughs> like, that just busted you. Um, let's talk to Ashley. Ashley, did that uh, FEMA test yesterday cause chaos for you? <laughs> Yes, I was in the queue trying to get Morgan Wallen tickets, and it screwed everything up. Oh, Oh. no. Oh, my gosh. That was happening at the same time. Did you get them? I did, actually, but... It caused some it caused a little bit of drama. Oh my gosh! Like, talk about the worst possible timing. I'm glad you got him, Ashley. That would have really sucked. Um, someone just texted us. It says, "I was in a work meeting in Long Beach, and about 17 cell phones went off. Half knew about it, and half were surprised." <gasps> Victoria said, "I was at my gynecologist appointment while he was down there, and it went off."
4: Mm-hmm. Alert, <laughs> alert. <laughs> alert! Alert! <laughs> <laughs> wow
3: Of all places to be And all things to be doing And it's not like you can like Excuse me Let me grab that You're Like Whoa uh, This one says I was at an intersection When the alarm went off And I had a 99 year old lady Next to me freaking out Because her car was making Aww. noises Oh Poor thing <laughs> I mean It was It was kind of a surprise It, it definitely was Especially because it went off early for me I was just like What the And, and, and I look around me And everyone's kind of Swerving a little bit yeah, On the road <laughs> hot,
2: hot, hot. it's time for the hot three on Mix 94.1
3: so you do you guys remember Brian Austin Green yeah, from, from 90210. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Big story this morning about him, and uh, he says that he is in unknown territory as a parent, and I'm wondering if anyone has any like insight on this, if you've been through this. He has a 21 year old son named Cassius, and he's openly gay, and he was on Lance Bass's uh, podcast, and he admitted that it's unknown territory for him, but luckily he, is, he wants to explore the unknown. He says, I would get to these conversations with Cash where it was like I really wanted to understand the things that seemed so different to me at first and then you realize oh this isn't different at all it's just your choice of partner it doesn't affect me at all so have you did you have to come out to your family and and how was that experience and if maybe you have a child that came out to you and obviously it was not something you had ever dealt with before how how was it was it just kind of did it come easily was it was it difficult was it a transition period for you he says that um his son Cassius who he has with his ex girlfriend Vanessa Marcel he um he he's just trying to navigate this it's un Uncharted territory for him, and it sounded like he was kind of willing to hear any advice that any parents had that that were going through this. He also has three kids with Megan Fox, and then he has a one-year-old son with his current partner, Sharna Burgess.
4: It's nice to hear he has an open mind regarding the whole thing. I'm sure there are parents there that someone has come out to the parents where maybe they were not as open-minded and made it even more difficult uh, to go through that process. So, I mean, good for him and wanting and advice too, and how you know, needing some help on handling this situation.
3: If you have, if you've been in that situation, like where you came out was that probably like the most nerve-wracking uh person to come out to as a parent and and how did you do that did i have a friend that she told me that when she came out to her parents her parents are divorced um so she came out to her mom at first and her mom was very much like uh, you, absolutely you know we you know let's talk about this and dad was a little more like hesitant mm-hmm. it was really difficult for for dad to kind of understand this and it was a hard it was a hard time for the two of them she said but one day he's like i don't even care about all this i just love you and that's all i know so do do you and and then it was just like one day he just kind of like accepted it and moved on and she said it was the greatest day she goes we don't really talk about it anymore but like he's accepting of it
4: well as a parent do you pick up on that are you they've been in a situation where your son or daughter comes to you and says hey mom and dad what well, you don't know, want you to know that i'm gay and you know, they're like well we know we, yeah we knew we, we we knew what's going on i'm sure there's a situation where the parent is picking up on it you just want to open up that line of communication but they're completely understanding it and knew what was going on with you
3: uh, steven did you uh did you have to go through something like this
4: yes
3: i did tell us about it
4: okay um so i was an only child growing up and in all honesty i was so scared even though growing up i had two mommies but still uh, um when i came out to her i remember i was i was 18 years old and i was like there's something i need to tell you came out to her she pulled out the baby book like all of my baby books
5: in the middle of the floor she was crying and she was like oh my god what did i do wrong
1: oh
5: and I was like,
3: okay, I love you. I'm going to the gay bar. <laughs> we're, we're not going to do this. <laughs> Steven, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah, I kind t- to imagine that's a, a hard thing. But, yeah, some parents are just like, yeah, we knew. We were just waiting mm-hmm. for you to, to let us know. So, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the big stories this morning. Also, big story this morning. Um, remember when you couldn't go anywhere without flashing your uh, COVID-19 vaccine card?
4: Oh, yeah. you Put the thing in your wallet. Yeah. If you didn't have it, oh, I got a picture of it. Does that work? Let me see. <laughs>
3: (laughs) the CDC announced they're not printing them anymore. The vaccines aren't being distributed by the federal government anymore, and we're well past the point of bars and restaurants needing them, so they decided there's really no reason to print new ones anymore. Since late 2020, they sent out around a billion of them to doctors and pharmacies and clinics around the country, so they could still be used as proof of vaccination, so they, they do suggest hanging on to yours if you have one and just keeping it with your other medical r- records, or I mean, at the very least, hang on to it as a fun memento to show like your grandkids.
4: Like I survived yeah. this time of you know that was a crazy time. Is that what we're to be saying to the grandkids? Like I survived the pandemic. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be in the history books. Like mm-hmm. remember
3: the pandemic of twenty twenty? Yes, I I do remember. I was in school or whatever. Um, it it's if you lost yours or if you uh, burned it in protest or did whatever. <laughs> uh, the place you got vaccinated probably has a record of it. A lot of states also have the digital records that you can access online.
4: I'm envisioning you're like your grandkids. Grandma Mercedes, you were on the radio
3: during the pandemic, weren't you? I was, Sonny. I was. uh, But they sent me home. I had to do the show from my house. Oh, man. What's a house? You didn't live in a space pod? No. (laughs) And what is the radio? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, if you have ever thought about turning back the clock with a facelift, Or maybe a brow lift or an eyelid lift or some other costly nip and tuck surgery. Consider this. On average, major plastic surgery procedures only make you look three years younger. That is according to a survey of uh, actual plastic surgeons. Oh, and do
4: they tell you that? Yeah. When you come in? It,
3: it only makes you look about three years younger. And they say, it, and and according to the study, they say that they don't make you look any more attractive. They, it, it, it's not like they make you look ugly. It just makes you look about three years younger than you are. Um, but on the other hand, simply uh, having relations regularly that will make you look seven years younger.
4: Someone so, should have told Kenny Rogers that.
3: Think about that. Yeah, I mean, well, either that or he had a lot of uh, a lot of relations because it just made him look like a different person.
4: <laughs> I had no surgery. I'm just a ladies' man. <laughs>
3: It is 9.06, Mix 94.1. Hey, if there's anything you want to hear, we're uh, we're here until 10. We'd love to get it on for you. You can shoot us a text or call us at 702-364-9400.
4: There's something that went down yesterday, and I, and I know it really shouldn't bother me this much. But it does. It's still sitting with me. I was at Albertsons doing some grocery shopping. I'm in there. And I, I noticed a younger couple, I'd say maybe, I don't know, like in their 20s, early 30s. I just, they caught my eye shopping. And as I'm, I'm leaving the grocery store, I'm pushing my cart up to my car and start loading things in, in the trunk of my car. And I noticed that couple coming out behind me and they push their cart up to their car. And here's the thing that bothers me the dude just goes and sits in the passenger seat. And lets his girlfriend, wife, take care of the groceries, loading everything into the trunk of their car. And it just, I don't know, something about it just bothered me. like, man, you got you to gotta help your lady out. You got to help out with the groceries. Just don't walk up to the car. Oh, you take care of that. I'm going to go sit down right now. I don't know. It's just a little thing that I saw, and it's just, it's just still bothering me today. Why is it bothering you so much? Because I think that the, the gentleman thing to do, the kind thing to do is you got a cart full of groceries, help the person out help the person out, put the groceries in the car. He just walks, sat in the the car, and let his girlfriend or wife, wherever she was, put the groceries in the trunk of the car.
3: Would it have bothered you if it was opposite? If, like, she got in the passenger side and he loaded the groceries all by himself, would that have bothered you?
4: You know, it wouldn't have bothered me as much. It wouldn't. It would. To me, it's like a chivalrous thing to do. Okay, you know, you go sell. I'll I'll take care of the groceries, honey. But for some reason, it bothered me with him sitting in the passenger seat and letting his his wife, girlfriend, take care of the groceries.
3: I I mean, I'm sure, I think probably a lot of people would feel the same way um with that for me it's like it's like it's not a big deal i mean my husband would would definitely help me out with it but that's like ah, I can do it. I'm capable. I'm, I'm not a damsel in distress. I can, I don't know. I can load these up, you know. It's, She's really more no than capable. Deal. Yeah,
4: it wasn't it wasn't that you couldn't handle it. Just I don't know. Just like they help your help you help your your girlfriend out, your wife out. It just it just bothered me.
3: Uh, did you say anything? No, I, I mean, didn't. You're no, still waiting. I, weighing I, on I you? didn't
4: mouth off on the guy. Hey, you get out of your car and help your girlfriend.
3: Uh, I I mean sometimes uh, you know, when you see someone like not doing. I guess, like you said, the chivalrous thing—it's—it's—it'll it, bother you. But I—I I think things have changed a little bit. I mean, chivalry is definitely not dead. But I—I I think a lot of women take a lot of pride in just doing things on their own. You know, like you know, I—I I can do this, and, and not that he shouldn't help but maybe she's like just get in the car i'll do it or so you know like you don't know what the conversation was that they had or something like that but there's definitely things like that that i deem like not really chivalrous that drive me crazy we were um on a we were going to san diego and when you rent a car you have to take the rental car bus to the rental car center and we we're all on there and it's a packed bus And, you know, everyone was squeezing on and an older lady got on with her older lady friend and my husband right away stood up and offered his seat to one of them. He's like, would you like to sit down? And she's like, oh, thank you. So she sat down and I was like, oh, that was very nice of you. And there was like three other guys behind him and the other lady, none of them offered their seat. None of them. And I was just kind of waiting. I was like, are they going to offer... They're not. So the one lady's sitting next to me. Her older lady friend is standing, and Matt's looking at them. And he's like, he finally, he goes, Or well, what are you guys going to offer her your seat? Yeah. And so, so Oh, oh, oh no, So, yeah, I mean, I can see sometimes stuff like that um, would bother you. Uh, Kay wants to comment. Hey, Kay, good morning. What do you think? And good morning. I just wanted to say, you may not know if that guy has some health things going on or something that's not readily visible. Um, I have family members who have health
0: issues and they want to be out there helping me, but they need to be able to go and sit.
4: No, and Kay, I 100% agree. It is just a little thing that just caught my eye yesterday. Maybe the guy does have health issues. I did see him in the store with his wife. That's when it was his girlfriend. I did see them in the store at the first time walking around. So I noticed him. He's walking around helping out inside the store. It's just when they got out, he went right through the car and let her get the groceries. It just didn't sit with me. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Maybe he has no, health I issues. I get it. I'm not judging the guy yeah, for boom. health issues.
3: Yeah, maybe he had it a slip disc on. or something, and he's like, I can't carry those things. Like She's right. Yeah, you're right, Kay. You're right, Kay. I, I apologize, sir, for judging you for not helping your wife out with the groceries. Catherine McPhee is probably uh, feeling pretty ridiculous uh, this morning. I don't know if you saw the singer. She, uh, she was hiding her son's iPad. Like, her son was... Going crazy, wanting his iPad. And so she's like, I got to hide this thing. So she hides it in the oven. And then she realizes as she turns on the oven that she it's just like something does not smell right. What's going on? She started cooking the iPad because she forgot it was in there while she was heating up the oven for for dinner. So so, she basically destroyed her son's iPad by cooking it. And she she posted, like, just over here, cooking iPads, no big
4: deal. She baked your iPad.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know how it is. If you have young ones, like, they are obsessed. If you let them play with an iPad, I always, you know, say, oh, that's an iPad kid. Like, a lot of Gen Z, they're iPad kids. They just, they always have to have an iPad in front of them. No judgment. I get it. Raising kids is hard. Sometimes it's the only way to get them to be quiet um but so she finally is like enough is enough you're not playing with the ipad she so she hides it in the oven have you ever like completely destroyed something just because you either forgot about it or you just, you had mom brain or dad brain and just totally spaced. She, she cooked her son's iPad.
4: I remember when we were kids, uh, we had ATVs and four wheelers and three wheelers and sleds. And there's one time it had snowed and a friend of mine, Scott, my neighbor, he had this really cool sled and it had a steering wheel. And we we're like, hey, why don't we tie a rope to the steering wheel and pull you with the four wheeler? And I'm like, yeah, this is, we do it all the time. And I remember it was my buddy's, Gordon's four wheeler. He gets on and we tie the rope and it was something like his, Scott's sled was stick it in the snow, or the way we tied it so Gordon floors the four-wheeler, and it literally just whoosh, ripped the steering wheel off it. I'm like, okay, there goes the sledding. Can't turn the thing right now.
3: And what do you do at that point? You can't use it because the yeah.
4: ste- rip the steering wheel off. Like, okay, that was fun. Let's um, let's all go home now. Slanting <laughs> time is over.
3: I know. It's like you, you had all these great ideas, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. So, rip- so now what do you want to do? Yeah, you we're know? <laughs>
4: going inside. We have iPads. What do we do now?
3: Have you ever, Steph, tried to, like, play with something or do something and then you just completely destroyed it
0: it's just kind of like the katherine mcphee situation i went to go preheat something and i didn't know there was stuff in the oven and it's like you know stuff that you can actually use in around the kitchen but some stuff you cannot bake and there was like a baking tray and there was a plastic lid over it and it was a red one and i started the oven i preheated it same thing i smelled something what's that rubber smell oh my god so I'm going everywhere, and James goes, Did you take out the Pyrex thing? Oh. I'm like, No! Oh. And went to open it, it was melted everywhere over the racks on the bottom of the oven. It was a disaster.
3: Yeah, like there's no, there's no fixing that. You're done. Pyrex, be gone.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone use their oven as a storage place? Because I'm the same way. Mine's everything inside the oven could be baked, but there's all kinds of like things inside my oven. My oven is not empty. It's a storage unit.
3: I just, I put my cast iron skillet in, um, in my oven. So if I preheat it, that's no big deal. But my girlfriend, she keeps her sweaters in her her oven she lives in new york and she's got a really small apartment and there's not a lot of storage and she's like i never cook so she uses her oven as a storage area for all of her winter sweaters and they just put them in there so imagine if she decided to cook something all of a sudden <laughs> what would happen
4: up in flames <laughs> still to come this hour around 9 40 we have tickets for you to go see kane brown it's mix 94.1 it's mercedes in the morning
2: Yeah. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending? On Mix 94.1.
3: Okay, this morning, Britney Spears is trendy. So, we're just weeks away from her highly anticipated memoir called The Woman in Me. But now she's teasing a sequel. Like nothing's confirmed, but she's basically saying, yeah, I've got a lot more to say. So there will be a part two. She posted this week, writing and writing all I'm doing at the moment. Volume two coming after volume one. The woman in me is getting uh, released on October 24th and uh, it arrives after she successfully fought off uh, a court ordered conservatorship back in 2021. So. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those like uh, whoa dr- bombshell bombshell memoirs, type books. Oh like, yeah, it's going to be like, whoa, I had no idea she was going through that.
4: Do you think anyone is nervous? Do you think Justin Timberlake is nervous? And didn't she date? Uh, oh gosh, um, not Will Ferrell. Um, who did she date? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell? Didn't she date him, too,
3: for a quick minute? Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. I was. If anyone, I was thinking her dad is going to oh, be the yeah. one that's going to be nervous Family about members. that. Yeah, that's the one for me. Um, also trending this morning is Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, yet again, in the newest edition of Jason and Travis Kelsey's podcast called New Heights, which is really good if you haven't listened to it. Travis gives his opinion on Taylor mania in the NFL. So Jason asked him if if Travis were to take away his feelings for Taylor, did he think that the NFL was overdoing it when it came to coverage? of the singer and here's what he said.
5: I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game. I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, brings a little bit more to to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think uh they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. Right? I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it.
3: Now, all eyes are on Taylor to see if she's going to make the trip to Minneapolis as the Chiefs take on the Minnesota Vikings this week. And the the city's mayor, Jacob Fry, he says the city is ready to welcome her. He says, we know all too well the positive impact Taylor Swift has on the cities she visits. Minneapolis is no exception. If she chooses to come back to Minneapolis this week, it will be ready for it. It's possible she will have to console Travis Kelsey after the Vikings beat the Chiefs, but there are plenty of great spots across the town for them to go on a date and lift their spirits.
4: Today's his 34th birthday. I wonder what she's going to get him for his birthday.
3: I don't know. I, I, I Will we find out? May, they're probably going to keep it private, don't you think, since everything else has been so yeah.
4: public? Pressure, too. Their new relationship and a birthday rolls up. Do you go big? Do you keep it subtle? Your Taylor Swift. I mean, he's got plenty of money on his own. Like, what do you do? That's an interesting spot to be in. I
3: think you just go simple on something like that. You. you keep- you don't want to go so over the top because then it's like, oh, whoa, mm-hmm. we're on that level already? <laughs> okay. So that is trending. And then Coffee Mate is trending. Well, it's hard to believe, but Mean Girls is turning 20 years old next year, just a couple of days ago was Mean Girls Day, and in honor of the anniversary of the classic high school movie Coffee Mate, they're releasing a new flavor that's inspired by the film. It's called Mean Girls Pink Frosting Flavored Creamer. It's going to be available starting in January, and it's also the brand's first ever pink colored creamer. As for what it tastes like, Coffee Mate says, it's like cake filled with rainbows and smiles, which sounds absolutely fetch and that is what's trending
4: tickets for you to see Kane Brown are coming up here in just about 5 minutes
3: our phones are lit up and Jerry your caller 20 I mean, that's a long Congratulations, Jerry. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to see Kane Brown coming to T-Mobile Arena on May 18th of next year. You're in for free. Congratulations. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you, Jerry. Hold on one second. We'll get you all the information you need. And then we've got these tickets again tomorrow morning right around 940. And Heather, she has a pair for you this afternoon. That's happening in the 5 o'clock hour. 4.1 Mercedes in the morning and that is it for
3: us on a Thursday thank you so much for joining us if you miss anything download our podcast that you can do that by downloading the Odyssey app get it right there wherever you get your podcast catch up on everything you may have missed not just for the day but all week long it's all there for you ready to go we are headed out J Love is on the way next but right now it is time for the line of the day
4: Steph gave us a a songwriting challenge. She picked three random words out of a book and we had to make up a song on the spot.
0: Zero crosses pressing. I got zero
3: f's to give when it comes to you pressing me. I am crossing into a new world. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
4: Something there, my friend.
3: I, uh, yeah, I'm just a lyrical genius here. call me Taylor Swift.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's good. I liked it. It's a hit. And that'll do it for show number 1931 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did
2: you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,